Hi everyone, welcome to uh, a bumper episode of our Footy Fantasy Pod. Uh, of course, it's the, it's the big one, it was the top of the table clash we just ended. Uh, before we jump into it, because I always forget every time, after the quick admin, I'll tell you where you can find us. Uh, we are on Instagram, Fantasy Footy. This pod will be on YouTube, the full version, at Footy Fantasy. Uh, you can find us anywhere, get your podcast, the Footy Fantasy Podcast. Um, Facebook, Extraordinary Footy Fans, anywhere you get your podcast, get content on Twitter, Footy AD Fantasy. Uh, turn on your notifications, subscribe. Let's jump in, let's jump in, let's jump in. Uh, Bola, Liverpool fan, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, Chiki from the Daily Mank. Uh, check out the Daily Mank also. He's um, active on Twitter, um, posting his um, only propagandas as always. <laughs> 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 the only, only biggest fan, Chiki. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for the invite. Always glad to be here. Okay, uh, I think we'll start with the host uh, team. Uh, tell us your thoughts about the game around. Why do you think it was? Why was it a stalemate? Zero zero draw. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about if there's a title race. Obviously, they will do our weekly awards. So let's start with that first. Uh, Bola. Disappointed. Okay. Disappoint like very disappointed upset um we needed to win this game as against manchester united our biggest rival um we needed we've lost the well, we didn't even lose the last couple of games but we've drawn or dropped too many points recently and you could see our our position in the table slightly falling and you see people like manchester city now catching up with us and it's a problem and we need to fix some of these issues that we're dealing with now specific to the game um, I thought you could see the Liverpool identity on the game. We were definitely the most dominant team. Um, we definitely controlled the game. Um, but like we've been saying the last couple of weeks, man, the finishing at, in the, and the last third has been non-existent. And we need to fix that. We need to change that. We need to, we need to change something to make it work in our favour. Too many teams are are now, you know, I don't want to say parking the bus per se, but are definitely using the low block. And, you know, it's frustrating our striking three, it's frustrating our, our strikers. You know, it's almost like we're, we're, we're doing the old school Arsenal thing where we're playing tiki Taka in the box. So it's like, someone needs to just be dominant and, and, and put a shot on De Gea. Let's put some pressure on the, on the players and see what happens after that. Um, you know, I don't believe in making excuses. Excuses are the tools of the incompetent, but definitely everything that's been happening is is having an effect. And I can't wait for some of our injured players to come back to definitely free up our midfielders. We're playing with a, I've coined a term, we're playing with a, a false four and a false five. <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> it's definitely impacting what we're doing further up the field, so... You know, that's kind of my synopsis of the game. I thought we were in control. I thought Maguire and, and, and was it Lindelof, I thought they played really well. Okay. Um, I thought uh, Manchester United um, were dangerous on the counter. You know, we definitely had to, you know, definitely had to take the threat of the counterattack seriously. Um, Manchester United had a really good shape as well. I think some of that Mourinho lineage is still rubbing off on, on Man United. And I say that in a good way, right? Like, I think shape is so important. And the better you have a shape, 
um, the harder it is to break down. Um, but I'm I just felt disappointed. So much, Any opportunity for hey. hey. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this one has been going for like two and a half years. <laughs> hey, if Please. you frustrate me, I give you respect, you know? like And, and the man definitely frustrated me being Manchester United or Chelsea, you know? So, okay. but okay. Um, yeah, I just felt that we could have done better. I, uh, I thought we could have done better. We could have been more clinical. Uh, we could have put more pressure on the hair. What was your, what was your one of the match? If you have to choose one. of the match? You can do do one for the overall match and who was, who was the best player for Liverpool for your opinion. So do one the best for player, The best player for Manchester United was uh, Maguire. Maguire okay. had the best performance for Manchester United. For Liverpool, I thought Thiago was fantastic, actually. I really enjoyed watching Thiago, but I think um, just because of, like, the situation we're in, I, I, love what, I love what Fabinho is doing right now. And I have to give him some props for, for that. So, but I think, I think Maguire was the man of the match overall. Okay. Chuki, over to you. I mean, it was it was a, it was a tactical game. It was great to watch. It's always interesting to hear people um, qualify um, matches, and they you know you use terms like in control and dominance. Muhammad Ali, when he went into the ring, he had you know he usually had a plan, um, and you see like the opening to be like, we'll have him on the ropes, um, and it's easy for the uh, you know unaware person to look at what's going on in in, in the local time it's happening. I think that the opponent is in control and dominating. Um, when someone has a plan and that plan, the, the game goes exactly the way they devised. The person that devised it is the person that's in control. Manchester United was in control of this entire, this entire game. The entire, the entire time. The entire time. That was they, did, they, they, did every, they did everything they set out to do. They came in with a low block. I was very concerned they were going to go with the medium blocks. I was concerned with that um, Lindelof Maguire axis. I was very, very concerned when I saw Lindelof being, being brought back in the squad um, because just generally that's United's posture. But they, they went for a very a sunken low block. Um, and Liverpool, yes, they were outside the box, um, weaving and passing and crossing and doing all that. But they didn't create any real chance of notes that was basically under their control. United had the bigger chances. They had the clear chance. They had the more quality chances. Um, on a sharper day, this, this Liverpool is losing for the first time in how many you know how many days, how many months, how many years. Um, if Pogba was a little bit more clinical, if Bruno was a little bit more clinical, their chances were not. You know, they were very high percentage chances that you 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 think um, players of the quality would put away. Um, so Klopp came in and did what Klopp needed to do, but all these boys basically control You can see they were never, they, they, they never got out of, you know, out of, you know, they came in as an actor and they never got out of, um, uh, character. Um, this, the issue between both teams are just that strike force. Uh, Liverpool struggling to score goals. United, um, I would say the strikers are out of form. Marshall, even Rashford, even Rashford, even though Rashford's been scor scoring goals, uh, something's going up uh, a little bit with Rashford. But he's played almost, I think, every game of the EPL, so it might be some fatigue going on in there. Yeah. Um, so, um, so the, I think you, uh, Solskjaer will be wondering how they didn't 
score a one or two goals. And I think it will feel like an opportunity missed and an opportunity to make a statement um, because who we should really be um, worried about is City, who should be favorites for this title. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a man of the match? Um, man of the match for me is um, for for United. I agree with Maguire, um, and I think that's par for course because United was mostly in the low block, mostly you know satisfied with uh, staying in that sunken place. Uh, Maguire's ability to you know stand the fray, organize his defense. Um, he was. Uh, you don't normally see that uh, great positional discipline from Maguire. You saw wonderful discipline from him today as far as snuffing out um, danger, interceptions, and just, you know, he was he was real good today. For Liverpool, I'll say it's their goalkeeper. Thiago was great. I loved, um, especially when you contrast him with Fred or even uh, Bruno today. Um, uh, Thiago is, you know, he was class. But the person the person you give man and man for Liverpool is the person that got them off that field without the loss. And that's um, their goalkeeper, Alison. That's true. Those saves against Pogba, against Pogba and um, who was it again? Bruno. Bruno, yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, my, my own thoughts about the game. I feel like the first 20 minutes, for overall, yes, it was a good defensive performance by United. It was really good. The first 20 minutes, I felt like we were really, really deep, though. And we could have considered that 20 minutes. Like on different, I've seen that that, that that type of game a lot of times in the past in Anfield where we are that deep. Little mm-hmm. block. Those deflections that were going, if I think there was one from Shakiri. If that deflection on a different day, that deflection goes in, changes the game, blows it open. It makes it a different game entirely. But yeah, I agree. Above all, for the next 70 minutes, yeah, Liverpool were blunt and we controlled everything like to the T, you know, the counter attacks, everything. Uh, if Thiago was a more direct player, maybe you guys would have scored. I think, you know what I mean. Like there were times like he broke, you know, into the box or right in front of the box. But Thiago is not that guy. He's not a direct. He's not. He's not. His shooting is not like. He's not great, right? He's not a shooter. If it was a great shooter, De Bruyne or something. Right, it was like De Bruyne. I think you guys because yeah. there was space. He was creating space for himself, in my opinion. We created better chances. Those two chances, obviously, good saves by Allison overall. And yeah, I mean, I think Liverpool have. A, you guys are struggling, you know. Do you, do you think people have? Do you think it's bad form? But well, let me ask you, Bola. From the outside looking in, right? This is the first time. I think we're this is the first time Klopp team hasn't scored even since he has arrived. Three games, Premier League games in a row, no goals. So apart from the no goals thing, because I know that eventually, right? You guys have a very very good attack. You revert back to the mean. It's, it happens that like Liverpool will find that. But my question: Do you think it's just bad form, or you think teams are figuring out that okay, with Liverpool? You know, the creativity comes from the wing. You make sure you block out the width and all that. Because because that's why he brought Thiago. I remember Klopp saying that beginning of the season. Like, he knows that teams are going to adapt to do their whole thing. And that's why he brought Thiago so they can go down the middle. But what do you think is the problem? Because even well, think... against Castle and I think West Brom, sorry. I saw yeah. you guys miss, like, clear chances. I'm like, is this Salah? Is this Mane? So, what do you think? I, think, that, I think there's some issues going on uh, behind the scenes. Um yeah. I, I don't think I, I disagree. Like going back, if you don't mind, if I can counter some of the points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I, I, I definitely disagree with the fact that Manchester United had control of the game. Absolutely not. Like you guys had a flurry in the mid 70, 77th minute, and there was a flurry towards uh, the eighty third minute ish uh, when Pogba had his chance. When um, Bruno Fernandez had his chance, I thought Bruno's chance was probably the better chance of the two. Looking at the Pogba chance. 
Um, Fabinho was right there. The shot was directly at Allison, And I think there was like an offside that was being called at the same time or something like that. Afterwards, of all these late flags, which I actually really thought was terrible. And that's a different story for a different issue. Um, but I, I truly felt that I, I don't believe that Manchester, this was no Muhammad Ali rope-a-dope situation. I completely disagree with that. But the Liverpool front three have been a little bit blunt. And, you know, again, I don't want to, I don't want to wallow in excuses and, and why this and why that, but looking at the way how we played football before, um, with Virgil van Dijk missing, uh, what it does, and I'm not trying to make an excuse because defensively we've been solid, but why have we been solid? We've been solid because we're not playing the same way we usually play. When we have Virgil and when we have Gomez, we're, those boys are pushing up all the way almost playing in the opposition's half. So we're really squeezing the opposition team directly, forcing them into the box. With slower players, Fabinho's playing fantastic, but whoever we partner with him, be it another midfield player or the two youngsters, definitely not as pacey, definitely have to, we can't put as much of a high line as what we typically play. And I think that's having an impact on, on the rest of the team. You know, the other teams have the ability to to um, to defend deep. And then when they release the ball, they have time to like reset again. And I actually heard someone actually make a similar comment on on the commentary. And I was like, man, I've been saying this for for a long time, although it drove me crazy because it's scary playing at Highline all the time. It really affected the way how we play. Yeah. Um, also, J Jota being missing. Yeah. Um, that is key, I think. Also. That is key. And there might be something there, you know, I don't want to, you know, get into, you know, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But, you know, there's some, I think there's something maybe going on behind, behind the scenes. Like what? Salah's contract thing? Is that, is that what you're talking the about? Salah contract thing, the Genie Wijnaldum leaving, oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. you know, and again, that's not the reason why what happened is happening today. But there may just need to be a refreshing of the team. I just don't feel like our, our strikers are playing together as well as what they used to. We're now all going for individual glory as opposed to, you know, the cohesion that we used to see us play with. And I don't know if people are looking for bigger contracts or looking yeah. for move elsewhere, you know, but we just don't seem there's no hunger like we haven't won the league in 30 years or, you know, yeah. we're about to win the Champions League. And, yeah. you know, maybe it's time for a refresh. I don't know. I mean, um, if, if I don't know if I can do that joinder there. I mean, I think the same thing alien Liverpool, you know, um, and they've, they've got several seasons uh, deep. They've had like at least three or four deep seasons where they've really been playing deep into the season. So, um, they, you know, they're still human beings. There. There's human physiology that you have to kind of compensate for. I mean, it's, it's a cycle, and you're in the EPL as well. You're not like in Bundesliga or Italian league where you have um, a subservient uh, opposition. So, but the same thing that's alien Liverpool is probably the same thing that's on, uh, that's um, it's snuck its way into Manchester United, which is very curious to me, especially when it comes to that Rashford Marshall connection. It's like zero now. Like you can tell, they don't they don't look for each other when it's time when it's time to pass. They make bad decisions. They're looking for glory. Um, quite you know um last season when they were tit for tat even if even though they were yeah it's good healthy you want your strikers to have a little bet between them yeah that's how you get to, that's how you get goal production 
because both all of them would be working at their apex um, level just to you know tr- just to show up the other but you also want that cooperation that cooperation is not happening at united um at, uh, at all and i'm kind of disappointed in you know rashford's game today is probably one of his worst games he's played this season um but uh Ropa dope um look okay look it, it is what it is um <laughs> the, the Ropa dope is this is a, a, a fighter picking their chances and conserving energy, uh, you know, to deliver, you know, to deliver a, a dead blow. And that's exactly what United did. And they did it to look, perspiration and possession football, LVG, club football, that you, whether you have the boys, what you, what you do with it. What happened today is that Liverpool did not have it, the same shot on targets as United. I think it was, um, was it like total shots, 17 to eight shots. United had half their shots on target. That's 50%, right? They have four shots on target. Um, what I think what might be deceiving your eyes is Liverpool were, are and were better passers on the day. Really good. Everyone on, you know, on the Liverpool team can pass, especially their fullbacks, right? So that kind of makes it look like, oh my God, you know, they're completing all these nifty passes, but they were really not doing anything with those passes. I haven't even looked, in, I haven't even looked into the big chances. Uh, but I would say United obviously have way more, uh, had more big chances than um, Liverpool. And if you look like, I mean, if you look at all the st- stats, um, hubs that like look into the game analytics and rate, rate the teams, um, most of them will have United on top. Like, like for say, who scored is a, like a very um, popular one. They have uh, Liverpool has 6, 6.8 and um, United has 6.9. I think that's fair enough. Oh, well. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting thoughts. Uh, now let's just segue into the title race. Uh, Bola, thought, thoughts about title race? Two-way horse, three-way horse, or uh, it could still change up? Because Richard, this is one of the title races that, when you look at it, right, two draws, three draws by anybody, like somebody else is led back into the title race. So it's like, we're not in the halfway point, although in January, it feels like, oh, we're deep. This is Typically, this is our December. Let's just, you know, if you want, this is this yeah. is like early December. So it's like we're not even in January, but it feels like there's a title race on. Like, what are your thoughts about title race? Manchester City, Manchester City, right now are prime, are favorites to to win it all. I think um, there's a couple of teams in this race. Okay. I think um, Manchester City are favorites. Liverpool are there. Manchester United are there. Um, I think there needs to be attention played to Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham can make some noise. Um, and although I don't think that they're real title contenders, Aston Villa are are very interesting. I'll put it that way, right? Like they're playing extremely good football. They have three games in hand, right? Yeah. And if, they, if they win all those games, they're like literally right up there with, with everybody else. Um, I do think, though, like when we're talking about serious contenders, um, Man City, Liverpool, Manchester United, and, and Spurs on the periphery, I think a lot is going to depend on what happens when Liverpool play Manchester City. Um, that's going to be a big one. Um, where is this one going to be, actually? I, I don't remember. Where was, where was the first leg? The first leg, I believe, was in Manchester. So oh, okay. the second one is going to be at Anfield. Okay. Um, if if Man City wins that, this, the league is theirs. If if we if we pull that one back, it's going to be interesting. I think us two are probably the prime favorites, followed by Manchester United and Spurs. Okay. 
Tuki, what are your thoughts? Well, for, for the title race, it's, this, this league is just, I don't know. I don't know that you can, <laughs> you can use any traditional thought process to kind of figure out what's going to go on this league this season. Um, the three heavy teams there, like to the three horses to me is like United City and Liverpool. They both, three of them have the same issue, right? There's no real way to project where the goals are coming from, from those three teams. Mm. Um, two of those teams are great um, possession teams and passing teams, like Liverpool and, Man and Manchester City. Um, United United's an impact team, right? Um, they are like very robust. They're, they're, United is great at a lot of things apart from the highly technical things like passing, making good decisions in the final third, stuff like that. Um, so you have to kind of weigh, you know, um, let's go back to boxing, you know, um, I'll, 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 I'll say, yeah. in this analogy, I'll think um, um, United is like Rocky, very resilient, like not the best fighter, right? But doesn't know how to stay down. Like never, you know, never out of the, never out of the game. That's a good so, one. That's a good um, one. But you, you always have to give it to the people that know how to do it. City know how, they know how to do it. They don't have to win. Um, they've been there before. So they don't have a mentality test to go, to, uh, to go, um, um, go past. United does have a big, big mentality test. Um, Liverpool, you guys just, you know, over the last two seasons, you've kind of jumped those mentality hurdles. Uh, in fact, they, um, they normally, um, talked about Liverpool as being the mentality monsters. Uh, but you, there's, a, there's a sag in Liverpool. There's something going on there. I think it could just be natural decay. It happens, you know, it's, 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 the manager hasn't changed. The, the players for the most part haven't changed. In fact, they've even added like a world-class talent like Thiago. Just, you know, when this time is time for the, you know, for the exhaust to let out. <laughs> okay. So okay. if I was a betting man, I'll bet on on City, but I will not, I, you know, I will never uh, rule out uh, Liverpool or United. It's going to be a very competitive, competitive uh, season. As that's good for us, the fans. Correct, exactly, because we've not seen this in a while. And yeah. I agree with everything both of you say, you know. I, I, I think it's going to be three-way, again, like you said, Spurs on the outside fair. I feel like Spurs this season will be the spoilers, literally. Like anybody who can beat Spurs in the second leg of the games, because the, my thought process is this season is going to be about the big games. I, I absolutely believe that. It's going to be about the big games this season. Oh, so I, don't know. I, I don't know. When you have things like South, South, uh, Southampton, West Ham, um, who else? Everton. There's so many good average teams. Yes. I, 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 don't, I don't mean to insult them. I'm not saying I they're interesting. The, the also rants. They're not, just, they're not just also rants and they're way out there. They're also right. Ran, they're right at the edge. Correct. So I, I, don't know, I, I don't know. It's about be beating your big rival. I think it's really beating the ones around you. I agree with you. Yeah. This, is what, this is what I mean. I feel yeah. like each team will have the shock results against them. Like we had our own mostly earlier in the season. We were drawn with Leicester. Liverpool have dropped points at Newcastle. Draw points yeah. with West Brom. City have dropped points. Like I, I feel like... Yeah. So those big games, meaning the games against each other. I see. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand. I understand. Yes. Yeah. After after you've dropped points, those are right. Yes. Well, well <laughs> I, I don't think... So this is what I think. I actually yeah. think Man City, Manchester United and Liverpool, especially when Liverpool get, you know, Jota back, 
Yeah. Uh, and I think Liverpool's by defender, or maybe they've talked about this. And I was talking to somebody about this. Like maybe Liverpool have talked about this internally. Like, hey, if we don't win the league this season, it's fine. We don't want. We don't want. We don't want to invest in the centre back because I feel like they have. Klopp is not. Is not stupid. I personally, I know that this guy is. A, you know, I think he's a brilliant manager. He's not yeah. stupid. They've talked about it with the management. Like, if we don't get a centre back, this is what could happen, right? So I but think okay but, with that. But That's I think what that I think is, anyway. That is the biggest. That is the biggest issue with my team right now. Like, you know, we talk about being spoiled and stuff like that. I don't think that is necessarily. It's not the issue that the team is being spoiled, but our team ownership isn't the one they're not the ones to invest big into our team like any other team who's manchester united right now manchester city they'll be buying a center back during this century during this uh uh winter break we're not going to invest into a center back which is a problem it drives the fans crazy and we have to put stop gas in it to you know to fix these issues i mean and, and that could be our biggest detriment right now like yeah, i think it is personally you know, I just wanted to hear your thoughts. I think it's a personal yeah. problem. I was talking well, with it. I think it's a co- COVID, co- the, let's, call it co- let's call it COVID finances is going to play a big part. It's yeah. one thing last year when people thought, okay, people were really optimistic about, you know, vaccines coming out. Um, they took gambles and, you know, spending money. Now, when, the, 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 you know, lockdowns are not going anywhere yet. Uh, not in Europe, not in, you know, this side of the, uh, the shore. So... I think people are a little bit more um, will be a little bit more slow to spend. I know United is not going to spend a dime <laughs> in this window. They should, probably shouldn't. They probably shouldn't yeah. um, because we, you just don't know with COVID. The vac- the vaccination dispersion is not going as planned. Um, you know, for a community to be what to be um, to get you know the, the the right immunity against this virus, you, you, you think you have you're probably talking about seventy five to eighty percent of the population getting vaccinated. It's just not going to happen. So um, if they are slow to you know they want to keep their their powder dry as far as spending finances, is a fiscally responsible thing to do. Fans can't be at home and talk about oh you need to spend. I mean they have to you know at the end of the day they have to balance books to make it make sense. In the business world, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think I forgot to mention. I think Shaw was actually, you know, man on man of the match. I think it was immense. In this yeah, game. Shaw was very good. I think I'll pick Maguire over him though. Still. Yeah, but Maguire yeah. to me was very good. He made some <laughs> yeah. blocks. I think him and Lindelof were good actors. He made some yeah. decisive blocks and tackles. Because uh, I, what I say, line, your back line was really good today. They what? they played. They really, were. And they got the, they got yeah. support from the midfield as well. Like the the whole defensive unit of of Manchester United was really good today. You guys played well. Yeah, but my issue with Shaw is, um, and is always Shaw is always depends on the bar you're trying to measure. I mean, he was good in the very aggressive defending stuff, um, but when you, you kind of juxtapose between um, Robertson and um, um, what Arnold, um, he, you know, they were delivering balls like I mean, they were like, you know, it's like having two Beckhams on each side, right? <laughs> right. So and when Shaw gets up there, it doesn't really. I mean, there's one thing. The one, the, the one thing he did that um, uh, where he passed the ball to Fernandez, think, uh, Fernandez yeah. but that's about it. He doesn't. You don't get that much from him, even or even AW on the other side. I'm not kind of focusing on Shaw. Just United, our fullbacks are not. Um, they're not. These things are not equal together. When it but comes that's to part stylistically. But that's, but that's part of the point that I was trying to make really yeah. earlier today. Like Manchester United really didn't have much of an offensive presence throughout the whole duration of the game there were instances where 
okay, finally, like our back line broke down or whatever. And then you, yeah. Fernandez got a shot on target. Uh, Pogba got a shot on target. But Manchester United weren't really an offensive threat. So, but that, that doesn't matter. That, that's the choice. That's, it's, it's a game of energies. One team is using the energy to keep possession and, you know, put the passes in and do like a, you know, like a shock and awe bombardment. The yeah. other team is using using the energy all together differently. They're using right. it to hunker down and wait for their chances, be more efficient. But to yeah. that point, you can't criticize Shaw for doing what he did then. So oh, no, no, no. I know there's no criticism of Shaw. I'm right, just right. saying the only reason why I'm defaulting to McGuire as the man of the match yeah. is I'm trying to compare, you know, like, you know, like kind of like for like, I think, oh, Magu- oh, you know, oh, I think, Mag- I think Maguire, Lindelof was great. Everybody, like you said, every, all, all four of them plus the goalkeeper were yeah. really, really good today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I feel, I just felt like sure. Shaw played solid in defense. He, he, he was did, wonderful. He did, Shaw was wonderful. He did, he did what he was supposed to do. Like, yeah. he, you know, he wasn't, I wasn't expecting him to be up the field, putting pressure on the Liverpool back line, like Maguire or Robertson. That was not his job for today. Yeah. And that's why, like, overall, like, I think, like, Manchester United fans can walk away from this game relatively optimistic. As a Liverpool fan walking from this game, we're very disappointed. We're disappointed because of, what we felt we could have done because of the control of the game. I don't feel like, you know, and, and we're just going to have to agree to disagree on that. And we're, we're no. not, we're not going to see. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is all, this is very simple. <laughs> I think, I think we live in contrite times. Of A course. lot of Manchester United fans in the, you know, around the world will leave their pubs, their homes or wherever and think, wow, we should have won this game. I mean, it was there. Regardless of how sunken we are, regardless of the low block, I mean, people, I mean, even you could see the managers, if you watch the managers, um, Ollie was like, wow, I mean, you could tell he was like under the mood, like he wasn't excited that he left with a what, zero, zero draw. Like, this wasn't exciting for a United fan. Yeah. I, I thought we had a chance to win. And um, that's the difference in the tie. I think Liverpool did a lot, made a lot of noise without actually, you know, they, they huffed and puffed, but he couldn't blow the house down, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I say, eight, man, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhere between both of you. both of you in the sense that yeah. I see where you put, like, we had the big, we had the big chances, so we should have taken it if we were clinker. But I'm yeah. also, the opinion also is like, Liverpool were the ones forcing the issue. Correct, forcing, but they are home. Forcing the issue, and they, there were periods, especially, like I said, first 20 minutes, we were sunk on low block, and we yeah. were just dependent on things that are lock-driven, making blocks, because the wrong block, it deflects, inside it gets the game changes entirely. Yeah. So leaving putting a game on that, like, oh, by just going to be so deep, I'm going to concern make block, make blocks. Yeah, it could go your way today. Like yeah. if you play that game six times, I'm pretty sure we lose that game. It does that that first 20 minutes, we lose that game. Well, you don't know. <laughs> blocks goes into the net, game it changes the game entirely. So I see where you are coming from, but yeah. Chucky is right. We had the big chances. If you look at this game in isolation, we had the big chances. And you know, we had Kane. All the you know the clinical people you can think of the Kings, the Sons, the Agueros, they bury one of those two, and we're talking of a different game entirely. Just anybody with confidence, and this is both sides. Liverpool didn't have anyone like with big confidence, you know, yeah. really. Um, I don't know what's up with Salah. To be fair, you know, I don't, you know, I, it could be, he be he's at the end of the rope when it comes to Liverpool. Um, I've, I've told players, players are not gigs or Scoles or Gerrards anymore. These are great players. They're going to have to go somewhere else. I mean, there's no way that Salah stays at, at Liverpool. 
I disagree yeah. with that statement. Uh, <laughs> if, if he leaves, it's not because he can't go anywhere else. Like I, that, that, that's that statement. I disagree with. It's because of money. You can look at all the other teams. You can look at all the other teams in Europe right now, and there's probably. I mean, what will keep him there? Is he's not from Liverpool? There's no His grandmother is not from Liverpool. I mean, he's not like Rashford. That is, you know, from is a Mancunio or Lingard. There's no <laughs> other place to play in Europe right now outside huh? of Liverpool. Like Liverpool, like the most attractive what? places, the most attractive places <laughs> to play right now. Liverpool, Manchester City, obviously. Look at Barcelona. You know, we're about to lose one to Barcelona, but Barcelona right now, uh-huh. they're, they're in a shell of themselves. Juventus aren't doing so well in their league either, you know, like... Nobody if, wants if to go to for money, then that's the thing. My team is cheap. We don't we don't want to pay. Yeah. We're paying one album seventy five thousand dollars. Like people are going to go out and chase money. Just, just, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have six minutes left. I want to get <laughs> just one, one last thing on that okay. Liverpool thing. Look, I understand this. I recognize this. It's called blinders. Look, if Mbappe, Neymar, Haaland. All the apex young talent. I'm not talking about people in Thiago's age range that are just looking for uh, a mature setup where they don't have to do too much to maybe get, uh, you know, pad their resume, right? I'm talking about the elite apex young talent. When you see them hungry, forcing their agent to make a move to Europe team, then say that, make that statement, right? Make that statement that there are too many teams out there. Too many teams. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know Bola didn't like that. That was a shot on his ego. Okay, so let's start with you. Uh, <laughs> Give us a weekly awards. Kudos for the week. Donkey of the week. What's your award? Uh, me, uh, I'm just going to focus on Liverpool right now. Um, kudos of the week goes to Fabinho. Love what he's doing in centre-back. Wonderful amazing, player. You know, uh, Donkey... Is it Donkey of the Week or is that yeah. a different show? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, losing the ball 38 times in 77 minutes. Okay, the last earlier. Uh, well, I love the guy. COVID. They're saying he's having COVID issues. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, for this week, I love him, but he's going to have to get that award. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Chiki, who, who, who gets yours? Okay, so I guess I stick to my team. I guess I, I guess that's probably fair to just stick to your team. Yeah. Um, donkey, I don't for the week. Jeez, I don't know for the week. Um, let's just say for the day. I don't know for the week. Sorry. Yeah, donkey for the week uh, day is Rashford. I don't understand how a player is offside in a, a corner phase when you're playing a corner. Why are you offside, man? Yeah. You're offside the entire game. They offside for a corner, really, Rashford. <laughs> then, I, look, young player, selfish. She's now one of the highest projected. Blah blah blah. I get it. You're trying to. You want. You know. You want FIFA to increase your ratings in their icon thing. Do a reverse pass to Cavani because he's. You know what? He's a United player too, and he's probably in a better position. Make better decisions, Rashford. So, donkey for the days, Rashford for me. Uh, Fred, a close second. Fred, I don't know who showed up in Fred's. Um, I think Oli told him to go out to destroy, but um, I, I'm sure Oli didn't tell him to, you know, totally forget how to progress the ball for, forward in a positive way. So where Rashford for me, um, what's the other award? That was donkey. That was Kudos. easy. Kudos. Kudos. Um, let's say Shaw. Kudos to Shaw, you know, for manning up, you know, 
It was a difficult game. He stood there. The person he was supposed to guard is not, you know, he's, you know, everybody knows his name. His name is Salah. Um, and when Salah crawls out of Shaw's pocket, then, you know, maybe he gives Shaw kudos as well. <laughs> I'm surprised you said Rashford, man. Like, Rashford <laughs> should be exempt because of his, his citizenship and, and his exemplary. I think that might be going to his head, you know. I, I oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's, he's a good player, but I've seen, I've, I've seen kind of a little decision-making, I don't know, I don't have you, I mean, is it me or? No, no, you're not, you're not, you're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. You're not wrong. Uh, my kudos, since we have two minutes left, let me run through mine. My kudos are two people. Some is my bias, but some is just because he, take, he gets too much stick. And when he's playing well, it's silence I'm hearing. Nobody's, La Pioche, Paul Abile Pogba. Paul Pogba. <laughs> last one month. He was, he was average today, he, but okay. He's playing very well. He has played yeah. very, very, very well. I think he played well today. He was playing out of position. They played him on the right. I don't understand what that was about, but yeah, yeah. because there's no one else. In his pocket. Is that what? <laughs> Is that what? He was in Henderson's pocket. It wasn't. I feel the goal last I'm week. Post four. Like, it's got a, a fantastic goal that volley last week. That technical ability, very few players can do that. Yeah. He gets it because again, like I said, I'm giving it because a lot. It was a deflected goal, but yeah, he's been playing really good. Yeah, he he gets it for me. Yeah. Uh, Donkey of the week. Wow. I need to think of this one very well. Who gets my donkey of the week? Donkey of the day. Let me use that. Bruno has been transformational. I give uh... it to you. Been transformational. <laughs> I give it to you. But I think constructive criticism is fair. Today, yeah, and he has been this a lot in big games. He needs to understand. I get the whole Prince where Bruno. High risk, high reward, you know, forces try risky passes. In big games, sometimes you are playing. You are playing against elite people, elite players. So just keep possession and keep it simple. Sometimes you don't need to force it, force it, force it every time. So that's so that's why I guess it's just for the day. But yeah, he's transformational. I have to put that out there before people clip it and say I says Bruno is a donkey and come back and get me. <laughs> United's past past success today was seventy three percent. That's really low. Yeah, it was really. Uh, really let me wrap it up so that it doesn't cut off. Thank you, guys. Uh, check us out. Uh, you can find us at the end of the pod. Thank you guys for coming. Okay. Thank you.